Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show. And uh, this afternoon, we're joined by Gigi, who is uh, currently uh, in Romania, where she's from, but she lives in London. And uh, she's a mindset coach and uh, I guess a, a female entrepreneur as well, because, you know, if you're in business, then you're also an entrepreneur. And uh, we met on the, uh, the new uh, social media platform called Clubhouse. And this is actually, I think it might be my first podcast episode with a Clubhouse member. I've got loads lined up, but I think you might be the first one. So thanks for coming on to the podcast. And how are you doing today, Gigi? Thank you for having me. I'm doing uh, great. I'm happy to be here and excited. Brilliant, brilliant. And I love meeting people. And I love getting to know uh, them. And I love um, getting to, you know, pull out, of uh, pull out of them information, which my listeners and my uh, YouTube channel watchers um, can find out about them and see how they can collaborate or connect or network or use them for their services. So, so that's what this is all about, really, just a getting to know you session. So tell us a little bit about Gigi, uh, the mindset coach, um, what you do and how you got to be doing it. Well, I think the backstory is um, important. So my biggest goal was to do an MBA in England and work for a big company in London, which all of it that happened. And I remember the moment when it happened, I wasn't happy. And I was like, this is what you've dreamed for. This is what you worked towards for years. And I was like, okay, there is something here that I can't understand yet. So, I started asking myself different questions and what's the point of life? And then I realized that nothing, that nothing outside of us can make us fulfilled or happy. That is in our inside job. So when you're in that situation of your life turning out perfect, you go deep um, into questioning and analyzing. And this is how I come, came across neuroscience and how our brain works and how our thoughts actually direct our actions and how we feel. And I started implementing different uh, ways um, and that helped me to get out, out of that stuckness because I can say I, I felt stuck um, and also got me on the journey of being healthy. I lost 32 pounds after 17 years of struggling with weight loss. So it's, it's, um, it was a ripple effect in everything in my life. So when you feel better, you feel you're worthy. So you're gonna do things that are serving your goal. And then I was like, I just wanna help people because I know a lot of people are in this type of situation. So how can I serve them? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, um, so, so yeah, so you, 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 you thought about, uh, you, know, you look deep inside yourself and thought about what it is that you wanted to do and then found it and discovered it and thought, okay, how can I, help other people to, to do a similar thing, if you like, to, to, to find their why. Is that, is that your mission? Is that the, the part of the mindset coach that you like to work with, is helping people to discover what it is that they're on the planet to do? Yeah, well, I believe in the why and the what. Like having a strong why is great, but also having a strong what. And my what is to empower people to unlock their limited potential and also I'm focusing on young people because you can give someone all the tools in the world, but if you don't change what they believe is possible, nothing is gonna change. And this is a quote from the third, 
taught by Alex Bernanian, and he's also one of my mentors. So yeah, that's the thing is that's why we get stuck because of, of our belief system that yeah. that's it. There's nothing out there. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Well, I do a lot of coaching. I do, um, you know, business coaching, sales and marketing coaching. I do a bit of life coaching, like happiness coaching, more so than life coaching. And I do a bit of um, uh, sort of success coaching, really. Um, and, and lots of people do all sorts of coaching, like um, you know, coaching people on how to give up um, addictions and, you know, and, 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 and kind of re retrain their brain, neuralistic pro programming and all that sort of stuff. And, and, and a lot of the time, it all boils down to, first of all, the mindset. If the mindset isn't right, it doesn't really matter what you coach anybody, it's never going to stick. So the mindset is the, is the key area. So I always, in, in whatever I sort of coach, I always put the caveat in that, you know, first of all, you have to get the mindset right. You've got to be wanting, wanting to get the results of the coaching and wanting to, 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 to make the changes in your life in order to want to learn and retain the information of the coaching uh, and, and want to actually apply what you've learned into action. Uh, and all those things have to be right before it's even worthwhile doing any sort of coaching. So, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, we're massively in, in the same sort of space there. Like I've been an amateur psychologist, I would say, since I was a kid. I'm a people watcher. Uh, I watch a lot of psychology programs. I've read a lot of stuff. I, I love people like um, Dr. John Martini and Ryan Tracy and people like that who are um, you know, big into psychology too. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, it's great what you're doing, uh, helping people with their mindset. So many people, like you say, um, have got the wrong mindset. They've got a negative mindset or one full of limited beliefs because of their environment or how they got uh, brought up um, or their experiences early on in life. And, uh, and so those need to be dealt with first before people can go on and actually really find their why and, and their what and, and actually believe that they're capable of doing it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's interesting. So um, how long have you been um, a mindset coach? Uh, well, I started when the pandemic started. That was my catalyst because okay. usually there's an event that, that's going to push you forward. Because to be honest, before I was scared to put myself out there. Like even I have limiting beliefs. Uh, and how I overcame that is by telling myself a simple thing. You are robbing people of your value. By not doing that, you are actually led people to be in the situation that you were. And in this journey, I met amazing people that I never thought I would ever reach. And I'm like, there is something out there that I don't see that they see. And I started searching for mentors and guidance that started to change that belief system. Yeah. And because when you start this type of journey and you put yourself out there, it's very important to have a very strong support system in the beginning. Yeah, brilliant. And um, I actually uh, had a catalyst uh, moment at the beginning of lockdown too. So that's very similar. I actually started my podcast at the start of lockdown because I wanted to help people who I could see were gonna be suffering with mental health down the line because of lockdown. And so I started off uh, doing my podcast as a positivity motivational podcast, not just to help them, but also to help myself because I'm on a mission to become a global speaker, 
like uh, uh, Brian Tracy or Dr. John Martini in the areas of psychology, physiology, but also practical skills like personal development, uh, business development, all those sort of things, you know, networking skills, relationship building, sales, marketing, social media, all those sort of uh, activities, really. And so I, I wanted to help other people at the same time as helping myself, setting up a podcast to perfect speaking, if you like, on all of the different subject matters that I want to speak on in stages, because then, you know, the step from where I was to a stage was big, a global international stage, but via the uh, a few middle steps of podcasting, YouTubing, and now clubhousing, the step is almost filled in. The path is easy to get to because of the stepping stones. So, uh, yeah, so um, I started my, um, my my mission, if you like, at the same sort of time as you. I've been into personal development for uh, since 2017, probably. I've done a lot of learning in the last uh, three, four years. Um, and I probably, and I'm a lifelong learner, but I probably learned 10 times more in the last three years than I learned in the previous sort of 40 years. Also, the science is there. Um, and speaking of uh, this, uh, like I keep hearing like surrender, 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 and then I, I don't understand. And this is interesting because I want to share this. Um, because I put so much work in my social platforms, when I go on Clubhouse and talk, people go to your social platforms and say, oh, she's actually putting the world behind her words. Yeah. I, I also want to be a speaker and things like this, but you need to have something to show up. You, I, I believe in sharing what you want to do because you don't know who is going to help you. You've got to put it out there. You've got to put it out there in the universe and, you know, get, let, let other people uh, back onto the energy. Yeah, like, yeah. I believe in that. Yeah, I do too. If you don't, if you don't vocalise it, um, it's actually announcing it to yourself and your subconscious. It's announcing it to other people and getting applied peer pressure. There's actually a lot of fact, a lot of psychology, a lot of uh, physiology, a lot of biology in all of that stuff. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a, um, a, a, a logical thinker, if you like, and I'm a bit more scientific than, than, than creative, if you like, or, or early failure. I'm probably a pretty creative person as well, but I like to know the facts behind things. Yeah, but, but you know, everything that is, a lot of the mystical things that, that people see as mystical in life are based on fact, they are logical, they're logic, they're based on, like, they're based on maybe some unknown fact, but still fact anyway, because they can be there's things that are, you know you can under, you can understand th things will be connected to psychology or biology. We may not know the inner workings of the mind, but we can connect something to it. But that's it's obviously part of the mind. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's there's logic that says well that's part of the mind, but we just haven't discovered that bit of it yet. So there may not be books about that bit, but. You know, there's lots of the universe we haven't discovered, the real sort of spatial universe. There's lots of the ocean we haven't discovered. You know, so there's plenty of the brain that we haven't discovered, and there's plenty about life that we haven't discovered. So, you know, a lot of people sometimes think certain things, they're put off by things because they think, oh, it's, it's mumbo jumbo or it's, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's, 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 not, it's not factual, it's not logical. But there's lots of things that are factual that are logical that are still part of science, they're still part of the makeup of, of life and the universe and things. 
but they're just they're just unproven right now. I think we can't explain it yet. Yeah. Like it's it's beyond our where we are because 15 years ago no one was talking that the brain is plastic. We thought those are the neurons and that's it. So we are progressing, it's gonna take a long time, but I agree, we don't know how to explain it yet. That doesn't mean yeah. it doesn't exist. Because I'm also no. logical. Yeah, like like a hundred years ago, they thought the, the world was flat. You know, and they thought that the moon was made of cheese. You know, I mean, it's progression. So just because something is unknown, it doesn't mean it's, it doesn't exist. It just means that it's it's logically part of a system or a process. We just haven't identified or worked out what that process is yet. I agree. Yeah, great. So, um, so what are some of the um, limiting beliefs that you get to deal with most often? What is it like everyone seems to talk about imposter syndrome, everyone seems to have it. So my guess is that would be one. But I think sometimes people confuse imposter syndrome with other things as well. But uh, what, what would be the sort of clients that tend to come to you with what issues? I believe a lot of them are boiled down to a few things. And imposter syndrome is actually tied with self-worth. You don't feel worthy so you think you don't deserve it. Like, and we call it imposter syndrome. Um, also, it's like, uh, people talk about putting boundaries, right? Because I talk and say, but because you thought the tape in your head is so negative, it's hard for you to accept that you uh, deserve more. Um, also, how to use information. Like a lot of them say, I can't. And the moment you say you can't do something, you send a message to your brain that you can't. Like yeah. all of this type of stuff and fear, fear is a big one. Different yeah, the, fears. Um, yeah, different fears are massive. You know, phobias and fears are limiting to, to, to allow you to live your life um, how you want to, but more in a restricted way. Um, so that they're massive. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of um, you know, the Speakmans. I don't know if you've seen them. They're on um, this morning a lot where they get people who are frightened of like spiders and close spaces and get on a plane and, and they, they reprogram their brain on, you know, um, disassociate their negative feeling, you know, with something positive or disassociate their positive feeling with something negative. For example, if you can have a positive feeling over eating chocolate, and they can associate that with, with a negative feeling and make people feel repulsed if they if they don't want to eat chocolate and that sort of thing. So I, I watch quite a lot of that stuff, and I'm, I'm interested in, in, in all of that. It's really, it's really fascinating. And there is another aspect to it. For me, a lot of people don't, first step is to acknowledge where you are. They want to believe, like, I'm like, let's focus on the first step. What's going to happen is going to happen when it has to. And that's why, that's how you create the fear. That's how you create the panic. That's why you don't take action. But if you, and if you focus on the first step, it's going to become easier. So we overcomplicate things in our head that are quite simple. Yeah. Because people want to get to step 10, but they didn't start walking yet. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot, a lot of getting out of your comfort zone because that, uh, that's the whole yeah. thing. Well, that's a big one. And, and also, like what I said before, you know, like if people looked at, uh, okay, how do I become a global speaker? They look at something far away. It's so far away they can't see it. It's beyond the horizon. And so they, they don't know what the next steps are to put in place. Whereas I look at stuff far away and then think about what are the stepping stones to that thing 
and what are the things I need to do which will close the gap, if you like, and they're not so far away. And then it's like one of the daily routines I need to do every day, the actions I need to take to achieve those middle ground stepping stones. And if you just look at the, the little tiny steps every day, a lot of people um, overestimate how, how much you can get done in a day, but underestimate how much you can get done in like a year or in five years or 10 years. They don't think big enough and long enough. And actually, if you break everything down into little daily tasks, you can almost achieve anything in a substantial amount of time. Uh, for me, uh, like I have this philosophy because I like to give tools that are very simple, improve 1% every day. And I have some stories, like I, when I feel in a certain way because stories impact us, the one mile story, people believe they can't run one mile under four minutes. Like they, they believe it was a medical impossible. And then yeah, yeah. someone says, no, no, and it happened. And in that year, they break the records, I think, 10 times. And it's like, yeah. I also like to surrender myself with the proof of, yeah. yes, it is possible. So, yeah, yeah as soon, those as, soon are, as someone those are, believes they can do something, they do it. And, and so it's just the brain that, that prevents them from doing amazing things. Yeah. And also, comparison it's, it's uh, something that happens a lot. Because, yeah. like, well, I can't be like that person. Yeah, you're you. Like your gift is unique. So those, but they're common. Like people have the common belief system. Also, your your environment. Uh, let's say your friends aren't supporting you, um, and you you're like, yeah, but I love them. And it's like, yeah, but you need a healthier relationship. Like we are so stuck in what we know that we don't know that something else out there, like a matrix. You know, in matrix, he knew there's something else. People are so stuck and they, yeah, it's like, well, and for the familiar, like I understand why they are like this, but those are usually a lot of patterns. Like their belief system oftentimes is dogmatic. Yeah, yeah, and what you mentioned as well about language, you know, I surround myself with positivity. I listen to positive uh, entrepreneurs, successful people, people who've been where I'm heading. Um, and, um, you know, I, I turn off all the negative press, the negative news. I, I block anyone on social media if they're negative. I actually haven't had any. I've been using social media for 20 years. So when everyone says social media is, you know, terrible and stuff, I think you know, it depends how you conduct yourself. I think sometimes people go looking for things and they get caught up in stuff. Well, they don't need to, uh, but anyway, you can just switch your count off or block people and move on. But I don't, you know, so so for me, it's all about you know positive language and listening to positive things and believing, surround yourself with positive people, you know, um, following people who've already been there, so so you know it's achievable. So rather than you thinking I can never do that, you just think, well, how did they do it? And you know, how can I you know take a lot of what they've done and and do it and add it to what I want to do to make it you know make me do similar things but in my way and in my direction. Um, so so yes, and I think um, the more you tell yourself that things are possible, the more you believe that you know your subconscious needs to believe it first, and then you do stuff in autopilot sometimes that you don't even know you're doing, but it's heading you in the direction of what you want to. You know, since I started my um, mission to become a global speaker and started my podcast etc you know all all i meet is coaches speakers entrepreneurs events people because you know my subconscious is is spotting them everywhere so even if i'm not spotting them you know i'm, I'm in clubhouse and you know the the, the, the energy or the, the profile all the different bits together 
all add up to um, attraction. So it's not just the, the law of attraction with you being attracted to what you're trying to do, but people are attracted to you on your mission to try and what you want to do. And, and they want to come along and help you and get involved in some way. Is that is that how you see it as well? Yeah, because, um, yeah, and also um, the easiest way to get anywhere is find someone who sits in the position that you want to be in and ask for guidance. People don't usually go to mentors and uh, talking about how you say surrounding yourself with those people. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go further, go together. People don't focus on providing value. Like those are a couple of things. If I focus on providing value and then I will need something, maybe something's gonna happen, but just give without expectations because that's gonna change. This is, yeah, you're gonna see the change. You also need to see something else out there. So it's like the inside world and the external world, you leverage those to become who you wanna become and yeah. use those tools to work toward your goal. Have you heard of a Have you heard of a Hall of Fame speaker and a, a best-selling author called Bob Berg, a writer of the book The Go Giver? Uh, I think so. Yes. Okay. Because he, he's been on my podcast as well, and um, he's a really, really good guy. Written a book, um, which uh, you know anyone I know who's read it loves it. Like you know, uh, especially you know heart-centered entrepreneurs. And uh, yeah, it's called The Go Giver. So uh, I, I always plug him. When I can, I follow him a lot on, on social media. I share a lot of his posts. He always engages. He always shares, even though he's, you know, a peer, best-selling author, Hall of Fame speaker. He'll he'll connect with you on any level. You come to my podcast without, you know, any persuasion. And you know, he just reminded me of an older version of me, to be honest with you. And I thought I thought he was great because I love helping people and giving giving back with completely no expectation. The only um, the only thing I want back is uh, is is the happiness that I get by helping. And I get that myself, you know, my body supplies that back to me. And that's the only thing that I want. And, and I think I, I like the, the, the high of giving and, uh, and of, um, you know, the, the, the goodness and the feeling good. And I love to be happy because you only got one life and giving to others releases endorphins in your brain, which will just keep you happy all of the time. So, uh, yeah, that's it's a good, uh, it's a good place to be in. So, um, but yeah, um, you were talking about um, uh, limited beliefs, etc. Uh, earlier. Once um, you, you've overcome their limiting beliefs, which um, you know a lot of people do have, are there, are there other stages that you need to sort of take them through then in order to um, get them onto the uh, the path that they need to be on on in life? Yeah. Um, so limiting belief is one. And another one is the implicit messages we get growing up. So until the age of eight, our brain is in a theta state. That means we absorb everything and we don't have any filter. Yeah. That's when our subconscious starts to create. So limiting beliefs is something that we can see. It's on the surface. The implicit messages are underneath and some, some of them we can't even be aware of. Yeah. They're so deep down ingrained in us and we identify with them. And this is like, and that's like going in deep and say, um, let's say, let's give an example. I um, only go into a relationship with people that cheat. Let's give this example. 
okay, your belief system is that you are not worthy of love and stuff like that, and you're pushing that other person, like you take the blame on you. Let's see why you take the blame on you. Because when you grew up, this happened, and it uh, created this guilt inside of you, inside of your quantum uh, energy. So that's another level, which is way deeper. But yeah. when you get to that level, when and also for people, it's hard to acknowledge that. Like I like to put this very simple, in a very simple way, because I talk about um, uh, this is one of my mentors, David Metzels, uh, taught me about this. Uh, it's like a quantum nature. Let's say you were an addict and you stopped drinking for or doing the drug for a very long time, but when you, if you do it again, you cancel the whole time you didn't do it. So you take something from the power of 100 and bring it back to the power of zero. So that's how powerful those implicit messages are. Because, uh, and one of, for me, when I, uh, I was in a position of having everything, um, I love to use the analogy of you have, an em you have a pocket, you put money and it has a hole and the pocket is all, always empty. So you need to go back deep down and search for those uh, pieces to see what, where is that coming from, right? That's another example. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm somebody who believes in, uh, you know, finding your why and following your passion to find your voice. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people are frightened to to speak on stages and on podcasts and, you know, in a room and a network and all that sort of thing. And a lot of the time it's because they're not passionate about what they're doing. They don't believe 100% in everything that they're doing. And, uh, and therefore they're you know, because once you believe in something and you know it's going to help others and you're passionate about it, you become enthusiastic about it and that attracts other people. And, and before long, you, you know, you're telling everybody about it. You know, you're telling people in the queue, in the in the shop or in the pub or, you know, because you, you, you're just excited about it. So, so something I'm always uh, telling people to do is to, in order to, to be vocal about what they do and to be impactful, to really find their passion and find their why. Um, so, do you would you help people to do that as well um, as part of your sort of mindset coaching? Yeah. Um, also, because oh, this just came up because it's so common. I I don't know how I forgot this. The hardest thing and the most common thing for everyone is to ask for help. Yeah. That's the most common. And when I go and I break it down to see you don't ask for help because of your ego. Everybody's like, what are you talking about? I don't want to, just, you know, no, I know it's your ego stopping you. That's your ego. And when you say that and it, it, I don't know, it pushes them forward and they go get what they want. Yeah, I also, I don't make, uh, there is a very interesting meditation for this that I learned by listening to Jay Shetty. We also, we usually do meditations uh, to, to, say, to tell something to our younger self. And there is a very easy way to actually discover your passion. Um, you go and you ask your younger self, what did I used to do that brought me joy and I stopped doing it and why? Then you go to the present moment. Then, no, then you go into the future and you're on your bed at 150 years later. And you ask yourself, what would I regret not doing? And then you go to the present moment and you, you send a message to yourself and you're gonna discover that you have an interest that you're not even aware of it anymore. 
and that your passion is kindly. But first, it start with an interest, then a then passion, and then it becomes purpose. It's not you. For me, I didn't start started doing this until I took the the first steps. I mean, I read books from philosophy to neuroscience, psychology uh, since the age of fifteen. But I didn't think of that, that this is gonna be my path. And also we don't try things because uh, people tell us who we supposed to be. So if I tell you, you supposed to be a banker and you go and, and that's what you do, you're not, you, you are in a safe space. You are not happy fulfilled, but you're in a safe space. So you're gonna choose to stay in that safe space. Even if deep down you have a passion that you're not even aware of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, for me, um, I've studied a lot of successful people and top entrepreneurs in that. And, and nearly all of them, including myself in this, and I'm not a top successful entrepreneur yet. I'm on the path to being, um, but I'm, I'm not at the level. Wait, I, can I, can I... Go on. Stop saying I'm not there yet. Stop well, no, saying I'm not there. I, I, I'm you the are, you are, you are putting the. Yeah, but yeah, no, but, but whatever there is, but I know I'm still a long way on the journey, if you like. But I'm, I'm on my way to being there, and I'm enjoying the journey. So, so you know, but I, I'm not where I, my goals are, and where I, where my ambition is, if you like. But um, I'm on the right path. But um, a lot of the successful people that I've um, studied and listened to, and, and there seems to be a massive trend. It, nearly all of them have had something major in their life at some point that really give them the rocket fuel or the the energy, the the focus, the drive, the determination to actually um, to, to to make it beyond you know the level that most people you know never get beyond. Um, you know, sometimes I think one of the best things that can happen to somebody in life is to have a near death experience at a young age, or to even lose somebody at a young age because it seems to turn them into a much uh, sort of stronger, more determined uh, person. So, you know, it's not something you'd want to wish upon somebody, but it seems to be something that is a catalyst to people going on and achieving. I, I believe, and because I, I thought about this a lot, um, that's the culture. That's what culture says. Like, if you look at Batman, superhero lost his parents at the young age. If you look at yeah. uh, all of this interpretation, um, that's the message. You don't have to, you actually, I believe you don't have to go through that because you can do an experiment talking about limiting beliefs. If you ask uh, 100 people what, uh, there is a genie that will grant you any wish and the wish can be for you. You can't wish to bring someone from dead or to heal someone. It has to be for you and it will give you everything you want. Most people answer they want a million pounds. You can't buy a house in London with a million pounds. Oh. That's the limiting belief system. That's yeah. why they believe it's a lot. So that's the thing is because their, their system is where they're located. And even when you see different people, they talk about um, seven figure, like it's like, why not talk about billions, trillions? I don't know. Yeah. I'm just giving this, this example because it's actually things are simple, but not easy. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Well, yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, so so even the, the people who talk about six figures and seven figures and eight figures, they have their own limiting beliefs because they've already capped their own, you know, their, their own uh, sort of ambition, if you like, at a level. And you know, I, I, I've never really, uh, for me, I believe in infinite growth. I, be, I believe in eternal growth um, and, and, and actually just, just continuing to, to enjoy growing. And whatever that will get you is where they will get you. And it'll be wherever you deserve to be, based on you know how much value you've offered to other people along the way, really, and, and what you've learned and what you've developed. Um, something I like to do as well, which I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, um, but again, I think um, we, we've we've bred a culture over the years of of people um, being a bit soft, a soft underbelly, uh, because of you know um, instant gratification. So nobody's got any patience or any time anymore. Because of um, you know, I'll just give up or quit or I'll do something else because lots of options open to them and that sort of thing. You know, um, the reason why you know people set resolutions and then give them up like ten days later, two months later, you know, we've got a soft underbelly of people who aren't hardcore, they're not determined enough, they're not persistent enough, etc. So, um, you know, I would imagine there's a lot of people. Um, who you might work with with their mindset who need to be maybe retrained and reprogrammed in order to be able to learn how to how to deal with adversity and and if you like take on challenges and and go the hard way not the easy way sometimes even if it's going to take longer those sort of things I like to to push myself in those areas is that something you, you work with as well uh, yeah first of all what they think is the easy way is actually the hard way and I even made a video about instant gratification because everything starts, you want something, you go on Amazon, it's going to be on your door. You want to watch something, you go on and Netflix, YouTube is going to be there. But there is an experiment with the marshmallow experiment when they yeah. would take kids and doctor would give them a marshmallow and say, if you don't eat it till I come back, I'm going to give you another one. And they follow those kids through their whole life. And yeah. the ones who didn't eat it were the most successful people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and, there, and there is a difference between pleasure and happiness and gratification. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. And it's very it's a pattern that's very hard to break. Um, but one thing that helps is taking cold showers. It's, it's doing something every day that puts you in an uncomfortable position. Yeah. It's going to give you the gratitude later. And you yeah. see the effect of that. And you're like, Oh, this is more powerful than going online. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, something which I do is like when I'm out for a run or a walk or a cycle, you know, sometimes I, I plan a, a difficult route and then all, along the way sometimes you're like, oh, shall I go the easier route? And you and you have the mental torture in your head, but you go, no, I'm going to go the long route. I'm going to go the, I'm going to do that hill. You know, I don't want to just cut the hill out. I'll, I'll do it. And if you keep pushing yourself constantly to, to take the challenges on, you know, things like um, uh, as well, um, like 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 when the movies come out on Sky, for example, I'm using just basic examples in everyone everyday's life. But some people will go to buy the movie straight away and pay money and have it in the box office. Because I'll wait until it comes out onto the, the the normal release. Or I can wait a year or two to watch a movie that I like because I think it's good for me to wait. It's good to have patience and 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 I think I'm patient in my growth and in my business and in my life because I've learned. Time and, and if I want to buy something, for example, I don't just pack it on the credit card, but I'll put it, some money aside in the bank and that sort of thing. So there's lots of sort of things I do in my life which I believe gives me patience and, 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 and 
gives me strength in, in certain areas. Um, and I think a lot of people um, don't have those things and they cut the corners and, and, and that sort of thing. And, you know, um, do, do you have to uh, deal with a lot of people? And, and what do you do in, in those instances when you have people who are just so used to sort of taking the easy way out all the time? Um, well, that's the thing is I, cause you, that's, you need to choose the people you work with. Yeah. Like you can't work with anyone no. because I'm pouring all my energy and everything. I'm doing the, the research, I'm applying everything. And also not everything works for everyone. Like we're all different. So you always have to tweak it around. Um, but that's, I mean, that's my big question when I talk even with my mentors is like, why do people accept the habits that doesn't serve them? And what I've learned is when your what and why is more powerful than where you are now, yeah. that's when you're gonna start putting in the action because all of this stuff is serving you in a way. The reason why I'm putting myself out there is I saw how it is on the other side. Yeah. But that I did I I didn't take everyone along with me in the journey, the people around me. No. Some choose, some stay. That's the thing is they need to put in the work because for me it's more important to provide value. Sometimes I'll have session when I see in front of my eyes how their faces, how their life changes in an instant. Mm -hmm. And the and another important thing is the relationship because they didn't have a healthy relationship with someone where I can share my insecurities, my fears, my limiting belief system, my instant gratification. And when you start sharing, we go and ask a question. And when you understand why, that's when you start to change. But it all starts to go like, I think mean, everything I, I touch on this is going deep into the journey to find out why and how it determines your actions. For some people, it helps them to listen to positive things, like people who are successful and did it and their stories. That, that also works for me. For, for some people, it's taking actions. Like for some people, they can listen to anything. When they take the action and prove themselves they, they can do it, they will start implementing that more. Uh, and what I say to everyone is lower the bar. Like that's the most important thing. Um, and I don't know why, me included here, we always wanna say, I wanna get there. And we set, up, we set ourselves up for failure when we do that. So what I start is by lowering the bar and explain them that if they put in the effort every day, things are gonna change. And oftentimes this happens, they don't realize the change. There are people around them who tell them that. And that's very interesting, even for me, it's, because in the beginning, and also um, everyone who is doing, I have a respect for them because one of the law of the thermal dynamics is all the moves, all things move through chaos. So in order for you to change, it takes a lot of energy. Like we also need to give credit to these people. It's not easy because you're moving on the opposite of the natural order of things. But when you, I see them, happy and having results and being on the other side of this, that's that's what fills me with joy. But yeah. it's like, that's yeah. the thing, it's taking the, the smallest simple action 
is like, let's say someone wants to lose weight. I'm like, don't go on a diet, just eat seven healthy meals a week this week, and yeah. that's a win. And that's how just, you gain um, that self trust. Yeah, drop, 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 yeah drop the tea, drop the sugars in your, in your tea from two to one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's how you get there. Like, people don't understand, and it's because it's yeah. difficult. It's difficult to change your life. It's yeah. yeah, don't don't stop all sugar. Drop it from two to one, then drop it from one to a half, then drop it to a quarter, and then cut out chocolate, or you know, and then cut out you know, just little steps at a time, little bite-sized pieces, and eventually you're on a diet. You just it's just it's just not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Diet works only in short term, and the reason why I'm giving these examples is because I I went to this journey. Uh, and um, another thing is, again, starts with belief system. Because everybody was like, your genes are like this, you're never gonna lose weight. And then I was like, I heard this, 50% of your genes are malleable. So I'm like, I think I'm good dealing with the 50%. So that's how, because I started to believe it's possible. Yeah. So that set me up for success. And I didn't set a goal, I wanna get to this one, no. I, I said, I'm going to take this day by day by day, like an addict. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I make a choice when I wake up in the morning to eat something that feeds me. And then I stop, I start sleeping better. I, I'm, I didn't stress anymore. I didn't, everything starts. And another thing to conquer this is through your body. Like that's true. It's an, it's a thing. If you look, if you change your body, it's, it sends a signal to your brain that you're capable of change. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in, if they've listened to what you say and they want to connect with you or they want to maybe, um, you know, look at what courses you offer or that sort of thing. How, how do they do that? Well, I'm um, on Instagram at uh, GG0609, um, Facebook, GG, um, Twitter, GG0906, Clubhouse, GG0609, uh, LinkedIn, which is my name, Georgiana Enake, uh, TikTok, GG0609. I'm active on all the social media platforms, but the best one, I believe, is Instagram. So they can just send me a message and yeah. I'll get back to them. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. And um, I actually, uh, I'm a sales and marketing director at a, a networking company called Intrabiz. And we have a networking event on a Friday, nine till 11, full of uh, great speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs. You know, um, lots of them are active on uh, Clubhouse at the moment and a lot of the members are as well. And if you wanted to come along either this Friday, it's a members, uh, ex exclusive members only network. People pay a lot of money to join. Or I can invite people along as a guest. And if you'd like to come along this Friday, 9 to 11, or next Friday, 9 to 11, uh, let me know. And I can invite you along and you can uh, do some more networking, not just on Clubhouse, but in, in the real world via Zoom as well. Yeah, I mean, it sounds amazing. I think uh, the, having the to see people, it's sometimes is better because you also see their expression. Yeah, yeah, well, I think a bit of both. I think I think uh, just the audio works really well when you're busy and you're multitasking, you're doing other things. And then, uh, you know, being able to actually be in the moment and sit and observe people and be in that event and not be doing other stuff is also good as well. So 
I think uh, mixing it up a bit is good. Uh, but uh, have you got a website as well, or not? Not I didn't think you. Meant I'm working on it. Like I, I focus more on social media, because um, yeah. I'm very, uh, yeah, I'm more of an e execution mind mindset, and yeah. doing the website is more of a planning. Yeah. So I'm working. I think I'm gonna have it up, let's say, next month or something like that. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, good. Well, um, yeah, let me know when you uh, do uh, have a website and I'll um, share it on social media and drive some traffic to it to help you because I love helping people. And um, I also know other podcasters as well. So uh, again, if you want to come on any other podcasts, let me know. And uh, I'm more than happy to uh, connect you up with some of, the, uh, of my podcast friends because I, I actually run a podcasting uh, and uh, sort of uh, speaker community uh, mastermind called Strong Communicators. So uh, quite a lot of those in there in that group have uh, podcasts as well. So um, but yeah, um, let me know and I'll hook you up. And it's been great having you on my podcast. Um, uh, we broke, we spoke, uh, I think, briefly just before coming on. Uh, this was your first podcast. Uh, so well done for that. It was a, a great attempt, a great effort. Uh, did well. Uh, it's always great to get that first one out of the way because, uh, you know, um, everything's easier after the first one. So well done. I think you relax, relaxed into it. Uh, if anyone else wants to break their duck on my podcast, feel free to get in touch with me. And uh, nothing else really left for me to say other than have a great day. Thanks for coming on, Gigi. And I wish you all the best on Clubhouse and in life in general. Thank you. And I'm so happy to connect with you and see what we can build. Brilliant. Thanks a lot.